Blog Talk Radio. Smooth Jazz. Then the Jazz Queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. With the smoothest show on the internet radio, your host, the Jazz Queen. Hello and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen. It is Tuesday, July 10th. 2018. If you would like to join us in the chat room, please do come and hang out with us. Join the conversation. Go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com. Scroll down to Andre Delano's picture. Click on that, and that will bring you into the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485. 646-716-5485. Saxophonist Andre Delano has worked and are toured with Maxwell, Lionel Richie, Johnny Guitar Watson, Stevie Wonder, Jeff Lober, and is currently the saxophonist for Babyface. Andre said about his new release, Four, it's an explosive, sensual, R&B vocal-filled album. Welcome back, Andre Delano. How you doing, Jazz Queen? Oh, I am doing good. It has been a minute since I have talked to you. I know, I know. Kind of, kind of long, huh? Yeah, very long. And so, kind of, give me, a, give me an update. Other than you know, touring with Babyface and everything, what you been doing? It just means that I've, you know, I've gotten a lot of sleep. That's that's all. <laughs> that's all. I've gotten a lot of sleep. I'm very rested. No, no, I've been, I've been busy. I've, I've still been, you know, on the road. I, I still do a lot of private events. I've been out with Babyface. Uh, released a record uh, last year and. Um, in September, October. So I've been, I, I just, you know, I may not be on the radar, but I'm still out mm-hmm. working. And a lot of the close knit fans that really keep up, they, they definitely end up popping up at babyface shows or I see them at private events. So there's, there's definitely still out there. So I, I love them. They're, they are my lifeline. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you yeah. sound good. I'm happy to have Thank you back you. on the show. Thank you for the interview. Of course. Of course. Yeah. So now your fourth CD is aptly called Four. Um, let's yeah. talk about that. Tell me about this music. Well, I uh, I grew up with a cousin of mine, and um, he's very musical. We, you know, back in the day, we would walk around uh, a city called Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn, Illinois. The, the, the name of the city was uh, Lovejoy. They used to call it Lovejoy, and his name was Kevin Beckett. And, you know, Kevin had been coming to my shows from the very beginning of my career, and he sat me down one day. He was like, you know, your shows are really 80 to 85% women in the audience. And it's like, okay, you know, what you're doing with the saxophone, how about doing that with some vocals? Let's do some, let's do a vote more of a, a vocal record. And, you know, he convinced me to do it, and we ended up getting together writing the, writing the music and writing the songs. And um, I'm, I was very, you know, excited about it and um the way it came out I, I couldn't be you know more happy about the the results so he i mean, he and i we actually wrote and co-produced the record but now you've done vocals before haven't you i have i have but i didn't approach it in this way i didn't approach it in the way of especially you know this cd is there's only one instrumental on this CD and that's Adore. I did a tribute to Prince, mm-hmm. and that is the only song that the saxophone leads. Everything else is led by uh, vocals, and it, you know it wasn't like before. I think the, the most I had done before was My So Fine. I did four vocals on that CD, uh, and definitely the writing style and the approach was different. Okay, okay. Now I want to read something um, about the CD that I saw on CDBaby.com. It says, Andre Delano's Four is the grown and sexy, bad and bougie musical journey of a boy who grows into a man and puts his woman back on the pedestal pedestal she Mm. deserves to be on. So this CD, um, yeah, and I did see (laughs) the video. um, Oh, no, that's something else I want to ask you about. But, uh, yeah, so this is a – go ahead. Yeah, no, no. To, to explain that is, is, if you listen to the CD from beginning to to the end, because a lot mm-hmm. of people were listening to the CD and they it threw them off because they were like, okay, 
Dre, what you doing? What you talking about? But you know, if you listen to the CD in its entirety, it's like a movie. You gotta sometimes you, you can't watch the first few uh, scenes of a movie and know the outcome of the movie. You just can't yeah. do that. You know, yeah. and and every every CD that I've done, we I've always made an attempt to put a full story together. So if you listen to the first couple of songs on the CD, it sounds like Andre Delano's Wild Side, like I'm in Miami Beach just kicking it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and with no care in the world. Um, but that's really just the transition of, you know, a young man growing into a mature uh, a mature man who uh, starts to accept, you know, more of his responsibilities and start to realize that the, 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 the queen, uh, jazz queen, if you will, who was there from the very beginning deserves to be definitely put back on that pedestal and, you know, just just it's about relationships and it's just about, um, you know, coming clean of, of, of that relationship and, and who you are to her and who she is to you. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's, a, it's a definitely a journey. So would you say that you, that this story is, is talking about um, the guy taking advantage or not paying attention. Uh, I just think I just think I just think it's just a man being. I hate to say man being a man. I, I know that, that that cliche is just used so much, but you know, we all go through something, right? We all yeah. have yeah. trials and tribulations that we go through, especially in relationships. And you know, the, the beginning of the CD is just. You know, it's just a, a tale of a of a man just exploring, you know, okay. and, and just and just going through uh, the steps that it takes to mature. You know, that you, you don't just you don't just come out mature. You know, it, it takes it, it's a process. You know, it's a process to get to that point, and that's really what this CD is about. Okay, now Amazon has labeled this CD explicit. Um, for two songs, Baby I Do and Must Be From Heaven. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I listened to the snippets on on Amazon. I didn't really hear anything. I mean, are they that explicit? <laughs> I mean, it's like, what does Amazon consider explicit? Because I did interview another artist once before, uh-huh. and they labeled his CD explicit, and there was nothing explicit about it. Well, I think I think that there's some. I mean, there's curse words in 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 mine. Um, you know, sometimes you know, sometimes you want to get a point across, and, yeah. and you know, you want to really make a point. You know, you, you do that for the effect of it. I mean, it, it. You know, it's it's not. I don't I don't think it's. Um, I don't think it's ultra ultra nasty or anything like that. I yeah, just think that yeah. you know, they labeled it like that because you know, anytime there's. Uh, any kind of profanity in in lyrics, they have to make it known to the listener before they listen. That's all. So I mean, mm. again, so you, you listen to just a little snippet. I uh, I encourage you to go listen to the whole song, and you come back and tell me what you think is if you think it's explicit enough. Okay. <laughs> all yeah. right. Let me welcome. Let me welcome to the chat room, Ollie J. Hey, Ollie. Good to see you this evening. All right, so, Ollie. Um, hey. <laughs> all right. So I have four tracks. From this new release called Four, I have Adore, Sax, S A X, Machine, A Situation, mm-hmm. and Smashing. So I'm going to start mm-hmm. with Adore. Tell me about okay. this one. Well, it was just a big blow to the community of music, uh, the industry, when we lost Prince. Mm-hmm. And um, for years, I had been covering uh, this song, Adore, and but I never. Uh, recorded it in studio, and as a matter of fact, this is the first cover that I've ever done. Actually, I've never had never done a cover mm-hmm. at all before I did this. And when he passed, I had about ten fans call me and beg me to to go ahead and record the song. So um, I I think I, I think he died. Um, I think like two. Two weeks later, I think the song was released. I, I it was I was able to really do it quickly, and um, so that's just a tribute to, you know, one of the greatest performers. I mean, I think of all time, really. Um, yes. Prince, yeah. Yes. All right. This is Adore. 
Saxophonist Andre Delano's new release four. This you said that this is your first cover. Yeah. Do you intentionally not do covers? Um, <laughs> I remember talking to Kevin Tony um, when I first started, and everybody um, was pushing me to do covers at that time, and and they were doing it for to to, to basically get on the radio, because at that time everybody was doing you know these, these cover songs. So that they would get radio airplay and stuff like that, and I talked to Kevin and I, um, I just said I told him I said Kevin I have, you know these original songs that I really want to get out and, and I and I don't really have any more space on the CD for for a cover and he was like man if you are writing original music and you can you can, you have the ability to put out all original music, do it. He was like do it. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like, um, you know, I mean, to, to use a cover as a ploy to, uh, I mean, maybe, I mean, of course, some people I know they they do covers just because they like them. They, you know, I just, um, I was on a mission to, to do original music. That's all. And um, this Adore was a song that was close to my heart because, like I said, I've, I've been performing, you know, I, I'll, I'll perform a cover. You know, I was performing covers and I was performing this one. But when he died, it just impacted me and I just, you know, I, I wanted to record it. And so so I did. Right. Okay. All right. So now I mentioned that you are currently Babyface saxophonist. Tell me how you yes. um, hooked up with him. Well, a very good, a very good friend of mine, Michael Rapole, who is the music director, and Mike and I, we've worked together. Uh, well, his name is Michael Rapole, but he goes by Nomad. And if he heard this interview and I was calling him Mike or Michael, he would have a fit. So let's call him Nomad. Um, okay. <laughs> he. <laughs> He, um, the musical director, um, you know, like I said, we go back, and he had been telling me for like two years prior that Kenny Babyface is checking you out, man. I'm showing him YouTube videos. It's gonna happen. I promise you. It got to the point where, like, the last time he called me, I was like, Michael, I was like, No, man, don't call me anymore. I'm done. Don't, don't. I'm tired of hearing about it. Like yeah, like these wolf tickets. I don't even want to hear it. You've been telling me this for the last two years. It's like no, no. I'm, every every time it was like no. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm like, are you more serious now than you were the last call? Like I'm <laughs> like stop calling me about this. And when he finally, you know, did call for real, he wanted me to come in and do a um, kind of like an audition studio session. I couldn't do it. I was out of town. Oh. I was out of town. He called and was like, can you be here tomorrow? And I'm like, uh, no, I'm in St. Louis. I cannot be there tomorrow. Uh, and I guess what happened was Kenny went ahead and did the session with another sax player but didn't like it, mm-hmm. didn't really like it, didn't really care for what he did. And once I got back in town, Nomad called me again and was like, okay, 
are you ready? I'm like, ready for what? I mean, the, <laughs> the opportunity went by. It's okay. I understand. It's cool. He was like, no, he didn't like it. He wants to have it. He still wants to hear you. So I go into the studio with him. It, it was um, Kenny, his, um, his engineer, Paul. Um, he played the track. I go to the, you know, in, in the booth to record, and I'm standing there and I'm waiting on direction, you know, of what they want, you know. No one says anything, so they play the track. So I start playing, and I can see Kenny talking to Paul. Of course, I couldn't hear what they were saying, and Paul was like, "Try again." I'm like, "Okay, try what again? Try again." <laughs> So so this went on for about, I don't know, five minutes to ten minutes. I'm like, man, look, what y'all want? Because, <laughs> like, what's up? And and so, so what happened was Kenny still didn't say anything. He started, he started singing. He started singing me parts. And immediately I got it. And I was like, oh, you want gospel. You want a gospel kind of feel. You know, and so I was, you know, I was kind of able to put words to what he was singing. And um, mm-hmm. and that, that that's it. The rest is history. I played on... Um, we got love, his title track, and I played on. Um, that wasn't it wasn't the title track. I think the name of the the CD is uh, the Return of the Tender Lover. But the first single, We Got Love, I played on that, and I also played on a song called um, Fight for Love. And there's yeah, a video yeah. for We Got Love. But that kind of started everything. So this my my playing with him live really started from that studio session. Wow, and I and still, the, I I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say the first time I, I met the full band was actually the taping of that video. So that that video that you see, I didn't know nobody. I was just acting. You know, thank God I took some acting classes because man, I've been terrified. I, I just no walked way. in. I, no, seriously, I just walked in. It was my first time uh, meeting the rest of the band. Of course, the only only two people I I only really knew Nomad, and of course I was seeing uh, Kenny for the second time. No way. Yeah, yeah, but you better act like you know. You don't just walk in looking like, like no stranger. <laughs> I learned that a long time ago. Wow. Okay, so I did see the video. Um, mm-hmm. For the listeners, you can go on YouTube and search uh, Babyface We've Got Love video. Mm-hmm. Really nice video. Where was that shot? That was shot in Hollywood Hills, um, way up high. I mean, you know. I'm surprised everybody that didn't have nosebleeds. It was so high, um, but it was it was a really nice house. Um, you know, we were there on location all day. Um, you know, we walked in. Of course, that all the extras were there for the video. He had some key yeah. people in places, and it was a it was a really great day. I mean, it was an easy shoot, and you know, it's like I definitely encourage the listeners to go and check that out. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was a nice video, and I like that it's in black and white too. Um, right. So yeah, pretty cool. Oh, I cannot believe that was your first time meeting the band. Wow, look, you were really not—I mean, you played your heart out. I can—you were right there in the shot, um, yeah. up front and center, so you definitely can be seen. Uh, yeah, that was a nice video, and um, that CD, that uh, Babyface CD, Return of the Tender Lover, that's a really good CD. My first time exactly. buying any of his music, I've always, you know, enjoyed his music, never bought it um, until shame that you, CD. Jazz Queen. Came. Shame, I know, shame. I know, I know, <laughs> and you know, it's so funny because there's other artists whose music that I like and listen yeah. to, but do not have their music. I don't have their CDs. So, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. so, uh, but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm definitely a fan. I, um, you know, his first Tender Lover uh, CD was was like, like the best for me. I mean, I think I could sing every song. I was jamming every one of them. I, so, mm-hmm. so now for for me to be on the return of the Tender uh, Tender Lover was yeah. a, a really big honor for me. You know. Wow. So, were you nervous the first time you were on stage with him? And I, you never lose that, you know. Of course, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still a little nervous, um, but it's a, it's about a persona that you need to portray, um, just for the confidence of everybody else on stage. It's a team, yeah. you know. And yeah. when you go on stage, it's like you have to be there for everyone else, and you know, the audience, they're taking direction from you. And so if you're not giving direction, then everybody's just going to be lost, you know. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but I actually really learned that uh, first 
with Lionel Richie and um because this was even crazier because with Lionel Richie I did a video audition. Me and another sax player in town, we did a video audition, Ricky Minor set it up. Um we played what they wanted us to play, you know, they sent the video to Lionel, Lionel came back and said who he wanted, so he chose me to be in the band. Hadn't met Lionel at all. The first show was a DVD taping in front of 38,000 people for seven nights straight mm. in in Holland. So, you know, the band, we, we flew there. You know, um, Lionel didn't show up to any of the rehearsals, none of them. Uh, and we, we were rehearsing with a, a, a like a hundred piece orchestra, so it was it was a huge production. And right before our first show, Chucky Booker, who is the uh, musical director, Chucky pulled me to the side and said, "Listen, when he comes in here, he's going to say hi to you. He's going to meet you. But when you go on that stage, you need to act like you've been knowing him for the last ten years." Because you, you, you're going to have to interact with him. He's going to call you down to do solos. You're going to have to be smiling. You're going to have to act like no one can know that you're just meeting him. So mm. it's funny. If you ever look at those DVDs, because those DVDs are out as well, um, it's called A Symphonic in Red. And they do it every year. They feature uh, different artists every year. So this obviously this year they were featuring a Lionel. And you can't tell at all that I hadn't been in that band for at least five or six years. It was my first time on stage with him. Wow. Wow. Okay. I have to go yeah. and check that out. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right. Let's get back to your music. Um, mm-hmm. The CD is called Four. The next yep. song is called Sax Machine. Tell me about this one. Sax Machine. Um, how can I tell you about this one? Um, this is a creation uh, that started with my cousin. Um, and it's funny that the Sax Machine wasn't the original name, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but but Sex Machine was already taken, mm-hmm. okay? From from James, and we didn't want any conflict with that. And you know, obviously, with the sax solo in the song and everything else, it just really worked out well. It's just a song about being sensual. It's a song about love. Um, and just being satisfied. That's the best way I could put it. All right. This is Come Sax on, Jazz Machine. Queen. Don't act like you don't know right, what I'm man. talking about. Stop it. It's an adult show. I got adult. it. Look. <laughs> it's a family show, okay? Oh, is this, oh, this is a family show? A family show. Okay. <laughs> family show, okay. Well, well, how do families get here? There you go. Let's go. I understand. <laughs> if you'd like to call in and talk to Andre, the phone number is 646. 646- 716-5485 This is Sax Machine Got you quivering 
I like that line so good, make you want to tell your mama, I don't think so. <laughs> you say you don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> you ain't telling mama nothing? Uh, no. <laughs> no, got you, got you. That, uh, uh, that was Sax Machine from Andre Delano's latest release, Four. Now, Andre, between, do you... Do you get to, the opportunity to have gigs between your gig, your shows with Babyface? Do you are you doing your own gigs? Yeah, a lot of times what I would I was doing um, is I'll set up my gigs sometimes based on his show. Like in Dallas, we did a, uh, a club called the Brick House there. I always do shows back in St. Louis, so I've been getting out outside of just definitely more out of California. But it's really okay. cool to set up shows based on his schedule because you just cut down a lot of the expenses, you know, mm-hmm. and he has no problem with it. As a matter of fact, the show I did in St. Louis, he actually came to the show. So, and it was like, it was a, it was a show right before, we did our show right before his. So this is when we were opening up for New Edition. So he's been, he's been very supportive and very cool about, you know, uh, supporting, you know, the people in his van. Now, there's a difference between playing on stage with him mm-hmm. and then him being in the audience and you playing to him. Right. So That how, is a difference, how, big difference. Yeah, how did that feel? It was, um, it, sometimes it's, it's a little weird because, you know, you know that he respects what you do because you wouldn't be in the band if he did not. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think when anybody is sitting in the audience, you know, <laughs> they're listening with a different kind of ear because they're not standing next to you anymore. It's like they're really just observing you. Um, I think it makes you make, it makes me a little more nervous. Mm-hmm. You know, like when he when he comes to my shows, um, and then too, you almost feel what the audience feels too because. Now they're sitting there and they're enamored because Kenny Babyface Edmonds is in the VIP section of the audience, and <laughs> it becomes this whole other thing. Yeah. And, and it's kind of weird because it's like you, me as the performer, I become a fan all over again. Like, oh my God, is he really here? Oh, where? Oh my God, you know. <laughs> so it's it, it's kind of funny, and I, and I and I have to tell myself, wait a minute, you know him, it's cool. You, you don't have to get yeah. caught up into the hype. But it's it's just weird. It's, you know, I'm, same thing happened with Maxwell. I did a show in in New York, and uh, I hadn't seen Maxwell in years. And he comes to the show. He sits at the in the VIP section of the of the audience, and it was like, wow, Maxwell is at my show. It's just just mm. kind of crazy. Mm, okay. Um, I want to ask you about your time on The Voice. Now, I believe this was okay. last season. I'm sitting at home and I'm just kind of flipping through the channels and I stop at the voice and I hear this saxophone player and okay. I'm like, who? and honestly it sounded like Kenny G to me. And okay. then I saw, I saw your face and I'm like, that looks like Andre. So I actually called Mike and I said, Mike, okay. is Andre on the voice? And he said, yes. I was like, okay. Cause I just saw him on there. So tell tell me about that time. First off, I met Kenny G. He's the nicest dude ever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. first off, so so big ups to him. Um, but the voice, I, you know, I I've been doing those kind of shows, you know, for a while. The the guy who contracts those shows, his name is Ernie Ernie Fields, and he's a, he's mm-hmm. a really good friend of mine. And sometimes they go through uh, Ricky Minor, who's also a great friend. And I just feel honored to be able to get those kind of calls. First off, yeah. you know, because. You know, it's a lot of musicians out here, and to get a call like, especially that particular episode, it was uh, Brandon Fletcher, I believe, was the contestant, and he was singing the Cindy Lauper tune, True Colors. Mm-hmm. It, I'm not sure if Cindy did that song first. I believe she did. But anyway, he was doing a remake of that, and the song started with the saxophone. Okay. And talk about talk about being nervous. Yes, I was that time because I'm like, okay, what if I squeak or something? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I started the song, but no, it turned out great. And um, you know, the the whole cast of the voice, they were really really nice. Uh, the, the musical director and I mean, everybody was so cool. And 
you know, of course, these things are over, like, before you can even blink, right? So the song started. Before I knew it, I was walking off stage, and it was done. But it really wasn't that, – that version of the song was really impactful, and um, I thought it came off really good. Yeah, it was nice. It, and I don't yeah. – I, I don't watch the show, but I did mm-hmm. watch it that evening because you were playing the saxophone, and um, I was like, oh, let me, let, me, let, me, let me watch this. It was really nice. Right. It was really nice, yeah. Yeah. yeah, very nice. All so right. I think, my pro- I think my problem is I just I I don't I don't announce beforehand enough of when I'm going to be doing stuff like that because mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I think that I was just so nervous about just making sure I did a great job and I figured if I don't tell nobody, <laughs> then it's going to be all right, you know. But uh, no, everybody saw that and I got um, you know I was getting a lot of calls and reviews from it, so it was really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. All right. Let me get in one more song before I let you go. This is Smashing. Which one will you pick? Smashing. Tell me about this okay. one. You know, funny, I, I have to say this. I thought you were going to pick Situations because Situations has more sax stuff because there's, like there's a longer, like a tenor solo in that one. Uh, okay, I can play that. It's always, no, 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 no. You play what you want to play. I, I, I send you what I send you. You choose what you choose. I have no problem either way. I'm just... I, it's just interesting that you you chose Smashing. Smashing um, was like the first song that we did for the CD, and uh, we just love the groove of uh, of that track. And it's again, it's just a it's a song about it's a song about making love. It's a song about just enjoying it and being liberated in the fact that that you like it. Okay, you know it's it's okay to admit that you. Jazz Queen, it's okay. It's okay. 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 Admit that you like it. It's okay. <laughs> Jazz Queen. I know. I know. I know. I yeah. hear you. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. So I don't. You know. I think when when it comes to that topic, everybody wants to shut down and get quiet about it. I just. I don't know. It's a little weird to me. I've never been like that. Okay. All right. Before so I let's say celebrate. The song, let's celebrate. Let's celebrate. The way we got here. Let's celebrate the thing that. We should be doing more uh, more of less mm-hmm. war, more making love. How about that? Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Uh, before I play that, I have a question from the chat room. Ollie wants to know regarding the voice. Do they yeah. have a new band for each show? Do you know? No, no, they have a house band um, okay. that that plays for most of that stuff. But they do hire in you know different musicians and string players so you know you may see one set with string players and it may look like an entirely different band but the core band is always uh, the same okay got it thank you for the question ollie all right this is smashing Couple stacks in my pocket, hey. 
Andre Delano's new release for. So, Andre, I came across a review that I want to read to you. Sure. In 2009, Andy Gessner from HipVideoPromo.com reviewed the Dada song video from your mm-hmm. My So Fine CD. But it's what yeah. he said about you as a musician is what I want to read. If Andre Delano didn't do anything other than play his saxophone, he'd still be considered one of the best smooth soul artists in America. His tone is honey sweet, his solos are playful and inventive, and his sense of meter is unerring. A burst of sound from his sax can transform an ordinary recording into an irresistible musical confection. Delano has the sort of talent that demands recognition, and consequently, it's no surprise that the young saxophonist has been sought out by some gigantic names in the entertainment industry. Stevie Wonder, Wynton Marsalis, Maxwell, and Lionel Richie are just a few of the musicians with whom Delano has collaborated. Even after establishing himself with a pair of winning solo discs, he's still an in-demand musician, session player, and live performer. But instrumentalist. He's also a magnificent soul singer. His voice is strongly reminiscent of Junior Walker, and at his most seductive, is gorgeous, confident, relaxed, and charismatic. That was from hipvideopromo.com, and you can read the entire review there. Just search for Andre Delano. This re- and I saw the video, the Dada song video that he reviewed. Mm-hmm. Really mm-hmm. nice video. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, first off, um, the money that I paid him was great for that kind of reason. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> Isn't that no, a great um, review? That's such a good review. Let me, let me tell you something. It's, when, when, people, when people write stuff like that and you don't have anything to do with what they're writing and they come from their heart like that about you, it's so humbling. Yeah. yeah. It's very humbling, and I'm just – I mean – Thank you, Andy. I, I can't. I can't say anything else about it. But um, mm-hmm. the Dada, the Dada song from the Maso Fine CD. You know, it, it kind of just is reminiscing, reminiscent about uh, young love. You know, young love of um, that kind of playful love where it was very, very innocent. And you know, uh, kind of when you have a crush on someone and you're almost scared to tell them. You know, kind of like that. Innocence, and mm-hmm. so that's what it was about. And the the only connection that they had was he was he was playing the saxophone, and she was sing, you know, she was scat dadas as he was playing the sax, and so it was kind of like that kind of cute little relationship. Um, and it was it was really fun making that video because we we went and cast uh, younger people to play us, you know, uh, in the earlier years. Mm-hmm. And 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 then it kind of went, the the video goes back and forth from the you know when we were younger and now that we uh, you know we're grown and stuff like that and we kind of kind of reconnect. Um, it was a fun video to make and you know I had a lot of I mean I, I'm kind of speechless with that with that review still but um, that was that was a good time that was a really good time um, you know with that whole Muscle Fine CD and songs like the Dada song and, and the Tyler track Muscle Fine. He even commented in the review about your dance moves in the video. Wow. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know how much of how much dancing I was really doing. I think I did one turn or something like that. But if he likes it, I love it. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny speaking of dance moves now that you know with Babyface, uh, especially when we open up for New Edition, uh, we had a choreographer come in and teach us like this whole show of choreography and you know playing sax and dancing at the same time is can be challenging but it's just mm-hmm. you know opening up for a group like new edition you got to come with it because those boys yeah. they kill every night um and it's something i've done since college too you know of course uh, jackson state university in the marching band and i saw so just you know the r&b thing with the the groove and I, i've just always been a fan of that you know and just in, in yeah. dancing and, and having fun you know yeah yeah, well, you can definitely tell you were having fun in the video. Listeners, go to YouTube and check out that video. It's called The Dada Song by Andre Delano. Definitely check that one out. All right, Andre, where are you playing next? Well, I am leaving, actually. Uh, this Saturday, we're going to Detroit. Uh, we're playing. Actually, we're opening up for Patty, La- Patty LaBelle in Detroit this Saturday, and I have some other spot dates uh, going on. So just continue to check the website. Uh, for for new dates that are coming up and definitely you know thank you Terry and, and to all the all the fans I mean definitely look forward to seeing all of you guys very very soon yeah yeah all right I'm gonna close the show with situation tell me about this situations is a is a you know a song about a guy who comes clean he comes clean about uh, wanting to keep his relationship going and and things that um, the woman had suspected, you know, he just is being honest about it. Um, and he wants to make his relationship right. And, you know, he, he wants to do everything in his power, but there's, there's another situation currently that has to be dealt with. So that's, that's uh, the mm-hmm. name of the song and that's where it comes from. Okay. All right. Let everyone know where they can find you on social media. Yeah, you can reach me, of course. Uh, check the website, AndreDelano.com. You can go to Facebook. Uh, Andre. I have three Facebook pages, uh, Andre Delano. I have Andre Delano 2, Roman numeral 2. I have Andre Delano, Roman numeral 3. Um, <clears throat> and you can check that. So my Instagram page is Andre Delano uh, II, two uh, small eyes. I have Twitter, Andre Delano Music, and I think that's all I have. All right. Thank you again, Andre. It's been such a fun talking to you again. Thank you, Terry. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. You have a good evening. You do the same, sweetie. All right. That was saxophonist Andre Delano. His new release is called Four. It's the Roman numeral four, IV. Um, Check that out and visit his website, andredelano.com, D-E-L-A-N-O. Ollie, thanks for hanging out this evening in the chat room. Always good to see you. My name is Terry, a.k.a. The Jazz Queen. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz, and I look forward to Talking Smooth Jazz with you again next time. This is Situation. Have a good evening. Good night. I
you walking around the house About to put a player out Baby, stop, let's all get through I know I messed up but can we talk for a minute? Just want to tell you how I feel. Baby, let me fix it. Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Follow the Jazz Queen on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen, on Facebook and Instagram at Talking Smooth Jazz, and visit the website, TalkingSmoothJazz.com.